Against All Oddities, the podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. I'm middle brother Chris. I'm youngest brother Tim. I'm Nate. And together we talk about werewolves, ghosts, yeah. astral projection, immortality, aliens, ESP, the devil, witchcraft, the occult, UAP, Stargate, and Showtime's color. We have over four seasons <laughs> of weird stuff with new episodes monthly. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Amber. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. We are the weirdos in this game. I get sold like a Santa snubble. Flip the switch and let the cauldron bubble. Sam. Wow. Hi everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Amber. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. And today we're going to be talking about the origin of Halloween decorations, which I was so excited about this episode. Like just when we talked about it, I was excited about this episode, but then doing more research on it, I became even more excited about this episode because like the, the, what we think of as modern, like Halloween decorations, it's really a new thing like well and i mean what they, we think of right because like yeah in olden days they they did other they things did, like, jack so yeah we're gonna span yes time i'm excited too yes so how do you want to how do you, you want to uh should we talk about american halloween history first or like start way back and bring it up to American I, I don't Halloween. mind starting way back okay. and bringing it up. So like Yay! One, of the, I think one of the most ancient Halloween like decorations has got to be like the jack-o'-lantern. Yes, I mean, absolutely. And, but they didn't always use pumpkins. They didn't even they have pumpkins. They used turnips, exactly. Yeah. They used turnips. And those faces are so terrifying. They They're are like, fucking scary. <clears throat> yeah, they are. At, you know, they kind of look like the shrunken head on Harry they Potter 3. Fucking, the well, one, like, I'm not as familiar, but yes. No, like, I, oh. I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh, no, I was you just didn't. Like, you didn't. Okay, because I'm like, I'm not as familiar with the but Harry Potter like the, shrunken the, head. The, like yeah. a shrunken head. Like, I can see where they would be scary to fucking ghosts. Fuck yeah. Like, like, what the fuck is that? Dude, my brother, this is not Halloween related, but it could be. Okay, you don't have pumpkins. You don't deal with pumpkins. You don't want to carve out a pumpkin. When my brother was in school. They they learned about shrunken heads or something, mm -hmm. and they took apples, and they carved faces into the apples, and then they let them dry out naturally, and they became these terrifying little shrunken head oh thingies. God. That is an amazing Halloween decoration. I it, it, it scared the shit out of me as a kid, y'all. I believe it, <laughs> I mean, though. I believe it. But it wasn't for Halloween. It was just for, like, whatever they were learning in, like, his gifted class. I feel like... But, like... I feel like so, I did that, something like that That's a cool idea for Halloween. No, totally. And I, I feel like didn't... I did something like that in school, but it was a, a potato. That would be equally it, terrifying. It was and okay, also like potato, root vegetable works. Mm -hmm. Apple this time of year works. Both mm -hmm. of these things are just as applicable for Halloween carving as mm -hmm. pumpkins are. Because traditionally, like Maddie said, it was turnips because pumpkin carving began with the Celts over in Ireland. Right. And like there's the story of Stingy Jack, which I've mentioned before, so I won't go into like super big detail, right? But I feel like you brought up that so we could get that one out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love telling this story and Maddie knows it. Um, so Stingy Jack was a real bad dude. And he was like... 
so bad that when he made a deal with the devil, he tricked the devil. He was having drinks on Halloween night with the devil. I think it was Halloween night, but if not, we're going to go with that because I like it best. Um, he's having drinks with the devil and he was like, hey devil, you pay and uh, I'll get you back. And then he paid, the devil turned himself into a silver coin and Stingy Jack, instead of paying for the drinks, stuck that silver coin in his pocket with a cross. So the story of Stingy Jack is definitely at post-Christianization. Jack-o'-lanterns are pre-Christianization, but I still love this story, so mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, so Stingy Jack has made a deal with the devil, or he made a deal with the devil, like, to get the devil to turn into the coin. But then he tricked him. He put him in his pocket. He's trapped by a cross because, you know, the devil versus... Across, Jesus. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, eventually Jack lets the devil go, but he's like, Hey, you cannot get any retribution against me. And the devil's like, okay. So then some time goes on and somehow Jack tricks the devil again and he gets the devil stuck in a tree with the cross carved in the tree. So the devil can't come down to get him. Mm -hmm. And so the devil's like, fuck you, you're a complete and utter asshole. I'll have nothing to do with you. So when the devil gets out of the situation, later Jack dies, both heaven and hell wouldn't accept him because the devil was like, fuck that dude. And heaven was like, I know you tricked the devil, but that, that doesn't make you good. That makes you like worse, you know? Right. So Jack was forced to roam the earth uh, looking for uh, something to light his way or something like that. I didn't reread it because we're not going into that. We, we've we covered it in previous Halloween episode thingies, so check out earlier stuff. And we're going to move on from that because the whole thing about jack-o'-lanterns is uh, they were set out to keep evil spirits away. Well, and I they just have, have to say, because you know I'm Maddie and this is what I do, um, there's this book. <laughs> it's called Wait. Jack. <laughs> Wait. Oh, God. It, it, it no. Romance? Up. You, okay, you got to see the cover. I have to show you this. Okay. Is it this is like, a romance about that Is it that the Pumpkin Jack. King? No, Jack no, from, it's called uh, Jack. Jack from the story. Oh, Stingy Jack? Yeah. That Jack? Oh, not Jack it's, the Pumpkin King from Nightmare Before Christmas? No, 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 Oh, Jesus. No, no. Oh, ugh. Okay, so. And I'm this not is sure like how I feel going, about this. It's so... It's going everywhere. Like, it is, um, the cover is great because it's literally a jack-o'-lantern and then this, like, body of this guy without, like, a shirt on and it's, like, really buff and shit or something. But basically, like, she lights his pumpkin and, sorry. I, don't I know, I, I, I'm very... She, like, likes this pumpkin to protect her during Halloween, and she ends up, like, coming alive to protect her, and it's, like, it's insane. Guys. I guess if you really, really, really loved Halloween, I could see it. You know I mean, it, it's, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's better than the gingerbread man one, you know in what? my opinion. In I, my opinion. In my opinion and nobody else's. I feel like, personally, I'd rather like the Headless Horseman, which is also a book. Um, then a jack-o'-lantern, then a possessed jack Wow, I don't know what that was, but I agree with that statement. Happy hauntings, y'all. Oh, wait, wait. Does it pick up? There, there. 
Anyway, we're talking about jack-o'-lanterns. I just had to share Mm -hmm. that and I could not find the cover and I'm really bummed about it because it is the most amazing cover I've ever seen. Um... No, I uh, I can I can dig it. I did think I think you told me about that before, and I did think uh, it totally was about Jack from uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. But you know, um, I find uh, you know pumpkins are super important decorations from the standpoint of mm-hmm. tis the season, right? Like yeah. gourds are everywhere. Oh my gourd! Um, I saw the funniest <laughs> TikTok about you- like uh, white ladies in a pumpkin patch, and it's like she walks up. It's a it's a dude in a wig, but he's he's uh, he's emulating being a female in a pumpkin patch, oh, and he's sorry, like making it. fun. Okay, but it's on Kindle Unlimited. It's not. Mom. I don't hate it. Again, I think it's better than the Gingerbread Man. I still like the Headless Horseman. Headless better. Horseman better. Well, like, um, um, you know what? Let's just say, you know, you say the Headless Horseman better. Um. I have to completely off topic. Sorry, guys, but that's how we roll on this show. Um, the decorations and like everything about the uh, Halloween party in um, Sleepy Hollow, the movie with Johnny Depp and uh, Christina Ricci, goals, and the late great Michael Gambon, who we talk about in last month's bonus episode. If you want to be a patron. You can hear us talk about him. Anyway, so back to the topic at hand. Jack-o'-lanterns, very old, very old, original, original Samhain slash Halloween decor. And not just for the Celts, but specifically does seem to be like one of their main things. But I've seen it in other, uh, uh, you know, carving out Mm -hmm. of... uh, Something to put a light in, essentially. Right, right, yeah. Right, because we we light a path for the dead. Well, and I had read, like, they didn't have pumpkins over in, like, the Celtic area yes, no, until that, they came to America. Right. And then and they were like, this would be so much oh, easier. Oh, yeah, because it's fucking hollow. Because it's, it's hollow <laughs> and it's huge, and, like, it would just be yeah. so much easier Quit cutting a finger off trying to stay alive at Halloween. So would you say that... Um, jack-o'-lanterns with a pumpkin are an American thing then? Absolutely, 100%, uh-huh. because in the Celtic lands they did use turnips, and elsewhere it seems to be like lanterns or some equivalent mm-hmm. of a lantern, because it is, it's a light for the dead and a light to ward off evil spirits, well, you know what I mean? And- like, specifically with the carved things, the scary face is to ward off the evil spirits. The mm-hmm. light is for the dead. They right. can see that are living are here, and they're living that are protected. Well, right? and it's not just like jack lanterns or things like that, but also during Yule. I know we're not talking about Yule, but this the, time it's of the, year, it's the dark season, right? Guys. This time of year, some it's the people of the will put fake candles, or it used to mm-hmm. be real candles in, in their the windows, windows and the trees. We have them for our Christmas tree, our Yule tree, our Christmas tree. Them. We call it a Christmas tree. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I love the candles <clears> in, the, <throat> in the windows because I, I do them too. All the time. My mom had them in the windows when I was growing up. I love them. Ours are just they clip on, and so they clip in the tree. In the tree, yeah. yeah. We have some that are suction cup, but they're like they're not as good as the clippy ones. Right. Or maybe they're the same, and we opted to put them in the tree. I don't fucking remember. But a lot of light decorations. Also, I read that um, the original co- or the colors 
black and orange do come from the original overseas, like with the Celts and Samhain, yeah. because that of the sense. the changing of leaves yep. and it's the dark season. Yes. So I guess that that also stayed with tradition. Yeah. Well, and uh, the Celts and uh, English really did bring Samhain traditions over to America. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our traditions are specifically based on those mm-hmm. of uh, the Celtic pan, uh, Celtic practice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, in reading up on stuff for this episode, I found that, uh, surprisingly, um, which I think this is on topic, but maybe it's off topic, but I still have to mention it. Uh, pagan kids. If you don't follow her, she's on all the social medias and she's got pagankids.org. She's a lovely lady. I own two of her books, Jennifer Hartman. I just, and she's so wonderful and she is uh, a Norse practitioner, mm-hmm. uh, she, uh, predominantly, uh, from the Swedish, uh, uh, lens of things and uh there is a celebration called Aflablot which is basically like uh it is at this time of year and mm-hmm. they do things like putting out a mum dinner and things like that which i guess will be more for next episode but i just uh when i was reading about this in her blog she said that they celebrate the elves because really? they believe that the elves are connected to their ancestors which made me Is think of the Norse? celts yes oh because God, the I celts and the, and the fairies so like the norse and the elves at least in the swedish uh line of right. paganism they believe that their ancestors are connected to the elves and if you haven't heard us talk about the celtic guys we discovered from discussing with somebody who knew a lot about the celtic uh path that the celts believe they are descended from, from the, fairies yeah the fake yeah. i just have to say like there so, is i just something. thought that was so, I, I, no, I wanted to tell you, you. it yeah. is so interesting there is fucking something over there okay there is something i'm over there like how is it that Germany and, you know, all of the other countries, Germany, Norway, oh, yeah. all that Sweden, other shit, you Finland. know, Sweden, they all believe that there are different types of like little either elves or mm-hmm. fairies or dwarves or, yep. you know, gnomes. And in the Slavic lands, like all over Europe, yeah. all over Europe, these beliefs Absolutely. exist. And I fully Absolutely. believe that magical creatures are like people and they have their own, like, yeah. they have their own region of things. Yeah, you know? and you say a that. Maybe unicorn in Ireland, but unicorns don't live in America, oh. just like lions don't live naturally in America. Horses didn't live do. naturally in America. No, they didn't. They came from Europe. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I learned they today. They also brought horses today. to fucking Hawaii as well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I thought, like, I thought wild stallions. I thought that was like truly an American. It's no, not. So Native had Americans no idea. Did not ride horses yeah, until like, like no. they only had it for like 150 years. Yeah, at exactly. Most. Yeah, I had super crazy. I, I did I not the know. Behind the scenes, Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that just shows our personalities. Because I read that. I, I heard that on the behind the scenes of Lilo and Stitch when they were talking about horses in Hawaii and how they came to America and. Hawaii and other things. But anyway. Yeah. What the fuck? What if that's right. how... F- no, I don't believe that. Because I was going to say, what if that's how fairies got to America? I don't believe that fairies are a... I, I think, think they travel... Okay, so... 
Okay, so you say that. Okay, here's my thought that was forming as we were talking about this. Okay, because, okay, so in the Slavic lands, uh, at least in Russia, there's a house spirit called the Domovoy. Mm -hmm. And the Domovoy is connected to your family, which means an ancestral line. Mm -hmm. So the ancestors and the magical creatures are definitely connected somehow, right? Otherwise, how would the Domovoy be connected to your family? Okay, so there's that. And then the Celts believe that they are descendants of the fairies. The Norse believe they are descendants of the elves. And... You talk about uh, the fairies and could they move over to America that way if they're connected in the ancestral blood. Like I was talking to Roz and she was saying like somebody said that she was like new soul. And I was like, well, I think you're a new human for sure. I don't know that you're like a new soul, but you're new to earth. Mm -hmm. Like you're new to being a human on earth for sure. And then I was talking about how Larissa is totally a fey creature, like totally fey. Like the Celtic fey blood is strong in that one. Cause like this kid like can pull a bee out of midair. She can pull a fish out of the water when she's three years old like she is a fake creature she has the knowing she knows things that she shouldn't know right so how would the fairies come over to america in their ancestral blood well you know i said that but then i realized i think that since fey are sorry that was like a no i know i'm sorry to get off on the wrong topic but like i think it's connected since fey are nature spirits, I think they are all over. However, I think they have different cultures. I mean, maybe we've got fey that look like Native Americans in America, whereas right. in, in Ireland they have fey that look like uh, ancient indigenous Celts. And, and when you know just to mean? clarify for the listeners, because I think I know what you mean when you say fey, you mean magical creatures, not fairies specifically. Magical creatures in general. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. And just because like, like a lot of people don't think of the fey that way. I do. Like I. I do uh-huh. so i knew what you were saying but i just wanted to clarify for well, anybody because we've had a lot of new listeners lately thank you guys um hello well, uh and so i just wanted no, to no thank you and yeah. i think it's like that with the animals too like i use the example of lions are in africa bears are in america you know what i mean just like the thunderbird check out our previous episode season is two in, where is it alaska is it Alaska? Thunderbird, America, Alaska. It's like Alaska. Like, I'm pretty sure there was something in Arizona as well. Yeah, there was uh, sightings in like Indiana. So what would you so, say? Um, West America? Like in the well, West area? I mean, Indiana's pretty Eastern. Okay. I would just say America. Okay, so the like Americas. In Amer- the Americas. Whereas right. dragons are more likely to be heard and talked about in, in China, Europe and China. And, China and, and that a- side yeah, of the world. A- yeah, I guess the Asia The same fucking general. side of the world. Right, because like Slavic beliefs, uh, snakes age into dragons. Right. So they have dragons in their belief. Like a giant dragon, like snake-like dragon is what... Per, like is encircling their underworld much like Jormen Gonder is the mm-hmm. snake that encircles the I world. I feel like some I said fucking, that so wrong. I'm sorry. I feel guys. like some science sucker is going to be like, yeah, because people probably met each other and talked about it because they're in a similar region. No, fuck you. That's no, no like this was like, like <laughs> it's all connected from before everybody could talk right, like we're like, talking no. about. Because like the Celts <laughs> had their thing where they carved scary faces. And um, <clears throat> I know that the. Uh, Without carving the scary faces, lights in in the form of decorations right. for the holiday or mm-hmm. for that celebration of the dead, because really that's what it is among all the pantheon or all the different paths, whether it's Celtic, Norse, Slavic, it is a celebration of the ancestors or the dead in the Slavic lands. It's called Jadi and it means grandfather's week or Jadi. grandfather's day. I love the word Jadi. It's D-Z-I-A-D-Y. And if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry, but I feel like my grandfather would be kicking me if I was saying it wrong because he 
doesn't like my stupid American tongue, as he put it. So I feel like Jadi is uh, appropriate for the pronunciation. Um, it does sound more Italian when you do it I that know, way. I know. Like, I like. You. But I also, you. like rolling your R's in Russian is similar to rolling your R's in Italian. Now my grandfather is kicking my stupid American tongue, which is why I feel like Jadi is per- proper pronunciation, comrade. I love it because See, I practice. He's actually here right now because he fucking it's is. It's fucking the time yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, like I of- when I did the Italian thing, I, he was like, "Shut your fucking mouth!" He was. He was. <laughs> he was like, "I need some tobacco for that." Oh my god! And now a word from one of our fellow podcasters. The Neatcast. Your source for offbeat news. Marauding monkeys bring fear to historic Indian tourist haven. These monkeys have gotten aggressive. Anytime you hold a package in their hand, they'll come up and they'll snatch it from you. Like gang members. Like, take your chain. Oh my god. Hot takes on sports. Drew Brees is a legend. How dare you? He is, but he's done. No, he's not. You pardoned him. He's coming back. (laughs) He wants to pardon Drew Brees. I want to throw him in prison. And deep dives into the paranormal. The uh, Loveland Frogman. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman, uh, the most credible witness maybe you can find. <laughs> unnamed businessman. <laughs> I was just doing business when I saw a frogman. Join us every Monday and let's talk some bullshit. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting apps. So anyway, um, what we know of as modern Halloween decorations in America, because we're Americans, uh, that actually became like a thing in like what, like 1910? Like, like yeah, 1900s. like the early 1900s. After all those settlers had time to like really settle in uh-huh. and feel comfortable putting their things out there. Right. That's the way I see it. Because well, if you think about like, when they would have come over mm-hmm. with their beliefs, so they're quietly doing what they feel comfortable with until they're like, oh, there's so many of us now. We can openly celebrate and we can openly put our well, beliefs and, you know, out there. Well, you know, it makes me wonder and because... they were terrifying the, decorations well, and costumes. The terrifying. Irish were seriously discriminated against. Absolutely. The we Irish were. and just the Celts yeah. in general, Scottish. Well, what, what, what people these days don't think about is every different culture was uh-huh. seen as different uh-huh. until a certain time period. So when the Germans came over, they were seen as different other mm-hmm. than when right. the Irish came over, they were seen as lesser than when the Swiss came. And that's why you'll have like little Germany in areas where there's a lot of Germans right. because they uh, chose to Chinatown. live near each other. Mm-hmm. Chinatown, little Italy, all these places where you 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 had the same practices, so you lived near each other for that community, but also for that solidarity. Well, I just wonder if so. Like, I think the it's a good point that dared to put out like their uh, jack o' lanterns and things. If that if if some people were scared to do that because the Irish were so discriminated against, I don't. Well, know. that's just from me from what I understand from one of the things I read, the English brought over those Samhain practices, like the English and mm-hmm. the Welsh and the mm-hmm. Scottish brought it over as much as the Irish okay. and the English were because they were the original ones over here mm-hmm. they were the least discriminated against right. so I think like the Samhain practices of keeping evil spirits away mm-hmm. it was looked kindly upon okay. like that was probably and I don't this is my own personal yeah, belief on no this idea. I have no like, idea but like that was probably one of the things they were like oh the Irish are not that bad 
I would hope. I don't know. I didn't do any research I didn't, on that. Yeah, that's just but my anyway, personal belief based on what I know. Um, bringing up the 1910s. So, like, Halloween in the early 1900s was not for kids. Like, this nope. was, like, a scary... It's an adult holiday. Adult holiday. It's about celebrating the dead, guys. Well, and it's fucking terrifying. So, like, they used it as an excuse to, like, get together and play tricks and seances were huge harry houdini's life mission was to prove them false but like please describe the scene that you okay so like close your eyes let me blow your mind for a minute okay so it's like the 1920s let's say it's the 1920s we've got women Mm. dressed in flapper outfits you've got guys wearing whatever the fuck it is they wore back then with those like fantastic fucking suits that you want to yes! rip off of them. And I'm got, sorry, like, guys. Their I bourbon, got too excited. They're bourbon and the girls are smoking their cigarettes and, and they're just lounging. It's on that long ass holder yes. like my grandmother had. And they're lounging on the chair or on the um, on the sofa on the chaise lounge. Yes. And the men are just standing there and then there's God, I wish we recorded over there so I could be laying on my chaise oh, lounge. Right. <laughs> and then there's Doing their like seancey thing, and it's just like, and there's a crystal ball, and there's yeah, somebody under the table knocking to literally, make things, cause yeah, because they like fake that shit. Okay, but so like one of still, the like biggest they're real, tricks, but those weren't real, right? Right, but, and one of the biggest tricks back then. Oh, I love it so much, and we still be doing it today. It's the the door opens. <laughs> Creaky, like it creaks Sorry. open by itself, and like the guests are like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be a good party." Oh, so yeah. it was very much like a we're gonna the be house together. Full we're of gonna spirits. drink. I'm sure they're smoking weed spirits. too because this is before it was illegal. As a matter yeah. of fact, I saw it was right before it was illegal. I saw a documentary that said that like people used to take. Was it shrooms? It was either shrooms or or, acid, or LSD or something. They would take it with water at a party. It would. It was just like alcohol. Like they just get oh super, acid in the sixties. Yeah, for it was sure. like they would get. No, this was like before. This was oh. like in like well, the thirties and forties. So I don't know that something. chemically acid existed yet. Back so it then. must have been shrooms so or it, something. I mean it. Maybe they had discovered ergot was a hallucinogen. I don't know. It was some sort of something. hallucinogen. Maybe they figured out the right dosage of belladonna. I watched I a know. black and white documentary, and they they were uh, talking about it. It was like a new thing everybody's getting. So I'm sure they're probably getting super <sighs> fucked up. And YouTube, I apologize for my faces, but I truly believe I existed back then. I truly believe I was one of those girls lounging with the cigarette, the really long cigarette, and the thing on my head with all the beads coming down. You know, like, I was there. I, I That was one of my past lives. Like, I truly believe it. I, I kind of want to do a past life thing. I still, we have that link from Against All Oddities. We should really do that. No, I really do want to do yeah. it because I'm going to be honest, I think my most recent life... Um, we a grandmother do a whole, in the 80s. A grandmother <laughs> in the fucking 80s. And then I died and was born again like 10 years later. Really, it was. It, it happened. I'm not laughing. It's just because I, I knew. Like I and had, that made me feel good. I had like a white picket fence and a golden retriever and lots of the, uh, what is it called? It's um, white and it's like knitted. Lots of... Um, Oh, what's it called? You can hang them on... Crochet. Crochet everywhere. Like, that was my last life, and I was born very quickly after And one way you can celebrate the dead, I know this isn't that episode, but um, it's celebrating your past lives, too. 
because that that's you. Not just your previous incarnations, but for this episode and what we're saying that like fits in too. Do you think but, that was your latest? Yeah. I actually believe I. <coughs> <coughs> I believe I was in the time frame of World War Two, mm-hmm. but I don't believe I lived very old in either life. Um, think- so I believe that World War Two was my most recent incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, before this one. Um, and, but I, I, I don't think I lived past 25 in either one. I didn't expect to live past 25 you know, in this one. I believe 40. That, what? You know, I think that the ones that we remember, like the, the age that we remember is the time. Like for me, cause I remember being a grandmother in the eighties. What about the rest of my life? That means I would have been alive during the sixties and the seventies and the, the fucking 40s and possibly the 30s but that's not the part I remember I remember the part being a grandmother and I think that's because that was my favorite time of my life mm-hmm. that's the that that love that I felt for my family just was so strong that that's what showed mm-hmm. through that's yeah. what I think you know because I would have been alive during those times yeah. but that's just not what I connect with, if that makes sense. Well, and not to be too crazy, but it is a Halloween episode, so I guess I'll go there. Um, I believe that I overcame something in this life uh, or connected on some level. Like, I leveled up in this life, which is why I made it past 25. Like, I didn't expect to make it past 25, I don't think in either of those two pre- in previous carnations. I don't think I, I don't think I made it to twenty five uh, in the World War Two incarnation, and I don't think I made it past twenty five back in the early nineteen hundreds. Um, I think I died young uh, because maybe I was making the wrong choices, and it led to that. Like I'm not sure, but I think. I did something in this life that allowed me to make it past that threshold because I truly didn't believe it. I did have Roz. I did. I I did. I did. I was right. I did. And uh, I do tell people all the time she saved our lives. Like, yeah, we got pregnant young, but like I'd have been dead by 25 and he wouldn't have been well off by that point either. Just based on the way things uh, had gone up until that point. But um, there's a lot I think about that, actually. Mm. But, so, decorations. <laughs> so, anyway, they were scary as but were- fuck, but they were also fun for adults to mm-hmm. get scared because life is scary. Right. And, well, and when you get to control the scary, it's fun. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like spook houses, you control the scary, and that makes it a fun experience. Whereas, like paying bills, you don't <laughs> in control that scary shit. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I took it too real for a minute. What really sucks is about these original. I'm gonna say, quote unquote, original Halloween decorations, original American Halloween decorations. Yes, we've moved modern, on to America. You know, yes. Okay, um, is that they were made to be destroyed the next day? They were they were party things. They were just they yeah. were made of paper, mache paper mache and mache. cardboard. Nothing like too. Nothing too like whatever. And and I read that if you find an original one, it's extremely extremely rare and worth a lot of money That's because cool. they had to have taken very good care of it because it was it was meant paper. to be it yeah was meant to it was be meant destroyed. to be trash. So that that does sound I feel like because I mean. 
I, to me, it sucks for a different reason because like they were so let's throw it out mentality that like how much, how much did it pollute the earth unnecessarily? But that's a little, you know, like from a historian's perspective, it fucking sucks. Well, I mean that too, (laughs) but, uh, from that time frame, we do have pictures. And so there's that, like Mm -hmm. they're preserved that away, which is a benefit that maybe you know, doesn't exist prior to mm-hmm. that time period, really. Like, you know, late 1800s is when we got mm-hmm. pictures. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it thinking. wasn't until later um, yes. that Halloween became for children and the spooky yes. spooky became kind of spooky, but okay. Station yes. Place. And that was because of the original Karen. Maybe she's not the original Karen, but what we know of as Halloween for children came along because of a Karen. As I said to Maddie earlier, Elizabeth Krebs had an award winning garden and she lived in Hiawatha, Kansas, and she loved her garden and she took care of her roses. And every fucking year on Halloween 31st, them children's just fucking ruined her shit. And every morning on November 1st, she woke up to a ruined garden. And she decided she was going to put a stop to it. So she threw a party. There were costume contests and candy and bobbing for apples and treats galore. And if you behaved yourself, you could participate in the party. And the next morning, her garden didn't suffer. Right. And didn't they call her like the queen of modern? Well, I think they called her either the queen or the mother of modern Halloween. Right. Because what we know of as Halloween is thanks to Elizabeth Krebs. So In Kansas. For, in Kansas. Hiawatha, <laughs> Kansas. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's not far off from Hiawatha that Neawala happens, which is a huge, uh, in Independence, Kansas, they have Neawala every year, which is Halloween spelled backwards, and it's a huge Halloween festival. Oh, uh, yeah, funny. Joplin sometimes is in the marching band festival out there. That so we've gone fun. a couple years. The kids were talking about taking a trip, just them, out this year, which Corey and I have thoroughly encouraged them to go enjoy together the Neawala That sounds pleasures. really fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's got, like, there's a vendor fair, and you can get, like, I'm pretty sure at Neawala is where I got, you know, that snowman decoration I have yeah. mm-hmm. on the window pane? Yeah. Pretty sure we got that at Neawala. Pretty sure it was at Neawala. Might, I might be wrong. It might have just been an independence at Christmas time, but I think it was Neawala. So, do you decorate for <clears throat> Halloween? Do you have a favorite decoration? Like, uh, I wish I could say I did, but I don't. My kids are still young, so I feel like that's something that I'm going to grow into as my kids yeah. grow. Because right now, my Halloween decorations get rubby hands all over. <laughs> but I do, no, that's I, for I do sure, and that's, that's what the disposable ones are for. Is when they're right. little, you know, and you, they can play around with the styrofoam pumpkins. Like, I love an outdoor graveyard because Halloween's all about honoring the cute. dead. I love and those. so, like, if you've got a graveyard outside, you're honoring the dead right. with that graveyard. You're representing those who have fallen. Maybe you even have special little homemade ones. Like we, as a family, Corey cut out a bunch of. Uh, not sheetrock, but uh, plywood. Mm-hmm. And we painted them gray and shit. And then we put names on them. And, oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, so like mine says, like, here rests Auntie Am. Because, like, that's... That we lived in Kansas. That's really fun, yeah. actually. That right? great. It's so fun. And, like, we've also got, like, the, the Dollar Tree ones that go along with it. And, like, at that party I was at last night, they had, like, Goals Graveyard. Um, like it looked like a real graveyard. You're like I love your if Halloween it was real, decoration. 
Oh my God, if it was real and I didn't go walking in it, opportunity missed. <laughs> but I mean, all of the decorations have things behind them, you know, mm -hmm. like all the scary stuff is meant to keep the scary stuff away. Mm -hmm. And the graveyard is meant to honor the dead and the lights are meant to give the dead uh, lights to light their path by or to protect you from them or combination thereof. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I um I do have a favorite. Uh my favorite decoration is one of the cheapest decorations that we got and we've had it most of our marriage. I actually this tea that Maddie made is so fucking delicious, guys. Sorry. You do like it? I'm so glad. Oh, you I do. It. it is so spicy. I love it. Um this is a paper mache pumpkin. Aww. It's just paper mache. It's just paper You've mache. You've taken care of it, unlike the people in the early 1990s. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got it. Gia might have been born yet. I'm not sure. Like, that's how long we've had it. And uh, I love it. It's real simple, guys. Like, anybody who's not watching on YouTube, go to YouTube and like and subscribe yeah, so you can see it. See it. Yeah. But it's got, like, it's just an off-white background, which maybe originally was white. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, it is old. Um, and then it's got little black, like, scroll work on it, and then little orangey-red starbursts, like, and and almost teardrops, but not quite. I mean, it's really simple, but I think it's my favorite decoration. Well, I mean, it has, like, that, that stuff in the, or what do you call it, memories. Yes, it does, because, like, my favorite decoration that we don't have much of it left, and I don't think any of it's out, is when I was little, my parents had these three little ghosties. Oh, yeah? And they all had a little top hat on them. They were porcelain, mm -hmm. and each one was in a different, like, pose. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Each one was in a different pose. They all had a little black top hat. They're about, I don't know, what is that, three inches high, yeah, two inches yeah. high? Yeah. And, I mean, they weren't much, much, but I loved them. Every day I would rearrange how they were, you know, because they were always somewhere that I could do that. Um, and I loved those little ghosties. Actually, and we inherited them. Oh, you do you know where they are? You said you don't know. No, I said we don't have all of them left because I think one got broken and one broken arm. Um, I think my favorite decoration that I don't put out, but I want to eventually start is definitely the little gnomes like on your, they have them at the Dollar Tree. They're mm, so fucking cute, yes. but I love them for Christmas too. So what is your favorite Halloween decoration? Yeah. What do you like to decorate with? Mine's an amalgamation. Let us know in the comments. If you're yeah. watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks for, oh, 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 Patreons. Hey, thanks for being our patrons to Victoria. Pam. Death by DVD. And Melissa. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. If you want to join the ranks of those awesome people we just named, you can visit patreon.com forward slash witches talking tarot and sign up for a tier that gets you uh, extra content and more. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so. for sitting with us for yeah. a spell. Bye. This Halloween, October Pod has the double double for your toil and trouble. Tune in to October Pod AM wherever you get podcasts on October 24th to hear the Spirit God.
a spooktacular new audio drama starring your favorite indie podcasters and written by maniacs. Then on Halloween Day, visit Oktoberpod Home Video on YouTube where Edward October will be telling Halloween bedtime stories. A family-friendly special that's perfect for getting your children off the night off to sleep. Yes, it's double the Halloween fry and double the Halloween fun when you listen to Oktoberpod AM's presentation of The Spirit Doll on October 24th, wherever you get podcasts. And watch Oktoberpod home videos, bedtime stories for Halloween, narrated by Edward October. Find Oktoberpod on the World Wide Web at OktoberpodVHS.com Oktoberpod, retro horror for bold individualists. Pull the strings!